Hey, guess what's happening on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with your friend and host, Oscar Camejo. So let's be honest. Let's be straight up with each other. Weight loss is a problem. A lot of us carry more weight than we should be having on our body. We're talking about excess weight. Now, this is not to body shame anybody, but you know how it is. You're carrying all this weight and you want to lose it, but maybe it's a challenge. Or maybe you're thinking like, hey, what's the big deal? Why do I have to even lose weight anyway? I feel comfortable in my body. There's nothing wrong. I am good. Just as long as, you know, I don't go overboard when it comes to eating. I'm good. Listen, I get it, but I want you to understand something. Weight loss is very important to achieving and maintaining overall good health. I know you may feel good, you may feel like everything is fine with you, and you may not be experiencing problems right now. But listen, all the excess fat that you're carrying, excess weight, could be leading to certain problems. Studies have shown a link between obesity and excess weight to certain health conditions such as high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, fatty liver disease, kidney disease, type 2 diabetes, and others. So why play with the risk? Why take the risk? I think it would be a good time for us to really dive deep in understanding the importance of developing a healthy lifestyle and reducing our body fat. So stick around to hear the rest of this episode to get some practical information on how to lose weight and keep it off. You're going to like it. Welcome to this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Oscar Camejo. The whole premise of this podcast is to help diabetics make lifestyle changes to reverse type 2 diabetes. You know what? There are actually non-diabetics that also tune in and listen to the show and get a lot of value out of what I share. So I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week sends in emails, sends in comments, whether through social media or email or what have you. I really appreciate the support and the fact that you're coming to get information that's very practical that you can use to apply your life. As a matter of fact, I have a comment from a follower on TikTok that I wanted to share with you all. As a new diabetic, I am stressed. What to eat, what not to eat, do this, drink this, I'm glad I found you. Thank you. So that's coming from Celestial. I I appreciate comments like this. It lets me know that people are tuning in. People are following and getting value out of what I have to share. You know, that's why I do what I do. When I started this entire journey, I had no idea that one day I would be hosting a podcast, having a website and talking to people, strangers on on the street and in other settings to help people to transform their life. But here it is. You know, here's my story. When I was 268 pounds, I was overweight. I was considered obese. You know, I was eventually diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in August 2020. But before that, maybe about a year or so earlier, I was actually diagnosed with prediabetes, and I didn't take things seriously until I was hospitalized in August 2020. 
And when I was in the hospital, that's when I learned that I had type two diabetes and I was in shock, <laughs> you know, and, you know, it, it was a scary time, but I was able to turn things around. But what led to the whole diabetes scare and hospitalization was, to be honest, I was overeating. I was malnourished. I was dehydrated, not drinking enough water, you know, just really having poor habits when it came to just eating and uh, exercising. I wasn't exercising. You know, I was eating unhealthy foods every day for breakfast, for lunch and dinner, snacking all the time, had a whole bunch of cravings. And, you know, it was clear that I needed to lose weight. You know, I know I had gotten uh, big, but I, you know, I was never big my whole life. I, I mean, I didn't struggle with being overweight my whole life. I was fairly thin, somewhat athletic, but eventually, you know, just with my lifestyle change, just eating out every day, going to bed late every day, getting only four, maybe five hours of sleep a night, just constantly stressed out and just not taking care of myself. So I ended up in the hospital and they put me on meds and yeah. So I had to turn things around, folks. And I don't know what your situation is. Maybe you're listening and you don't have type 2 diabetes, but you know someone who does. I'm pretty sure you may not be what you call severely overweight, but you know you have to lose some pounds or that you should lose some pounds. You know, maybe your goal is to fit into a certain outfit or what have you, getting ready for the beach or getting ready for a reunion or some social event. But I want you to look beyond that. And you and I both know that maybe it's time, not maybe, but it is time to go ahead and finally shed those pounds. Because you know what? I know what it is. You look in the mirror, you're not happy with what you see. I've been there, done that. Episode two of my podcast, I talk about how I used to perceive myself. I used to see myself as this big fat walrus. And that's an interesting story. So go back and watch or listen to The Walrus and The Ring. Okay, so here's the problem, folks. Obesity and being overweight has gone on the rise, no pun intended, especially here in the U.S., And studies are showing worldwide that people are becoming bigger because of their diet, their food, and what we're eating. You know, I recently learned about this acronym. It's called SAD. And it refers to the the standard American diet, SAD, standard American diet, which is SAD. And unfortunately, the standard American diet is leading to a lot of health problems, not just being overweight and obese and whatnot, but just other conditions. And they're all related. You see, because obesity and diabetes go hand in hand with heart disease and other conditions, taking control of your blood sugar and losing weight can help protect you and improve your health. Now, you may not be diabetic, but you know, you may be uh, at a risk of developing diabetes. So don't think, oh, well, you know what? You know, I don't have diabetes, so, you know, I, I don't have to worry. 
you know, I had that same mentality, but you know what? I have friends that have died, have lost limbs. And when I saw them, you know, it was like, oh, they had the problem. And who knew years later I would be struggling with type 2 diabetes because of my health and my uh, poor eating habits. You know, you don't have to be overweight, by the way, to develop type 2 diabetes. You know, there's been studies to show that even people who are thin have developed type 2 diabetes because of diet. So keep that in mind. You know, folks, the more fat you carry, the harder your body has to function to survive and process all of that body fat. You know, researchers suspect that visceral fat, that's that fat around the midsection, specifically around the organs in the midsection, makes more of a certain protein that causes inflammation in your body's tissues and organs and even narrows your blood vessels. I'm not trying to get all technical, but this is something that we need to know. You see, being overweight affects your blood pressure. That visceral fat, that excess fat around your midsection, it will lead to other problems. So you may get used to and have gotten used to just carrying all this weight, especially guys. You know, we joke about it. Some guys say, oh, I just have that, you know, dad body or this beer belly. You probably don't even drink beer. And you just have gotten used to being big. But you know what? It's time to turn things around and lose that body fat because you don't need it. Why carry the excess fat if you don't need it? Now, I know some of you may be struggling. You're like, Oscar, I hear what you're saying, but I need to lose the weight and I'm not fighting it. I know I have to lose it. I simply need help. But, you know, there's others that, you know, for them is no big deal and it should be a big deal. You see, losing excess body fat allows your body the opportunity to better handle how it processes glucose. That's the blood sugar. You know, your body is designed to process sugar and you or you process glucose and turn it into energy, you know, to help you to move about throughout the day. I mean, that's natural. But now some people may think, okay. You know, uh, insulin is just a medication, something that you inject. No, the body naturally produces insulin, you know, to uh, regulate body sugar, uh, blood sugar, that is. So if your body's constantly overweight and always just overworking and you eat a lot of sugary foods, a lot of high starchy foods, your blood sugar is being raised all the time throughout the day, when you're snacking, throughout the day, overeating, putting too much food on your plate, and then you wanted to eat, and then you're eating late at night, eating sugary foods late at night, snacks, and there's this roller coaster of blood sugar spikes. So the insulin in your body is responding and saying, hey, you know what? We can't let this blood sugar go out of control, so let's produce more insulin to combat this sugar rush, if you will. But imagine if you're constantly impacting your body with a whole bunch of sugar and creating all these blood sugar spikes. That means your body is is working overtime constantly. And if you've ever worked overtime at a job, 
you know, it's one thing, okay, the boss says, hey, come in and work overtime tonight. But imagine every night, every day of your life, those eight hours that you're at work, you're constantly not only working your eight hour shift, but then you have to work another eight hours. I mean, eventually you're going to physically burn out. It's the same thing in the body, folks. Your body's, you know, constantly producing insulin to deal with these high sugar spikes, these glucose spikes. So then the body just gets overworked. And eventually you develop what's called insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is where basically the insulin doesn't work like it normally works. It's just overworked. But then it gets to the point where the blood sugar in your blood doesn't get filtered like it used to or like it's supposed to. And so that's when we have what's called high blood sugar, high amounts of sugar in the blood. Insulin is supposed to reduce that. It's supposed to limit that. So keep that in mind. So now for diabetics, I want you to keep something in mind. You don't have to lose a ton of weight to start seeing results. And even this is for non-diabetics too. It's not like, oh, you have to lose a whole bunch of pounds in order to start seeing results. Listen, yes, I'm 187 pounds now. I used to be 268, so I lost over 80-something pounds. But the results of me reversing type 2 diabetes did not come after I lost 80-something pounds. You know, they say that even losing up to 5% of your body weight can help you to start regulating your blood sugar and bringing your blood sugar down into a manageable place. But of course, you know, I would want you to target a higher percentage, but that will come in time. So sometimes I get people on social media or sending me emails like, hey, Oscar, you know, I need to lose 40 pounds. How do I do that? You know, or someone asked uh, recently, you know, do I have to lose 80 pounds in order to reverse type 2 diabetes and be healthy? No, everybody's body is different. Depending on your situation, losing 10 to 15 pounds, you may start seeing results. For others, if you've been dealing with certain other issues, it may take you a little bit longer, but it is achievable. So here are my recommendations for you to go ahead and jumpstart your weight loss journey. No matter where you are right now, no matter your size right now, no matter how you feel about yourself, here are some recommendations, some practical recommendations for you to go ahead and get started. I, if it were me, I would start by learning my body measurements. You know, it's not just how much I weigh on the scale. The scale only tells you part of the story. Remember, your total body weight is comprised of your, your bones, your muscles, your organ you know, blood in your system and just the visceral fat, subcutaneous fat. So there's a lot of factors that go into how much you total, how much your total weight is. So no, not just your weight, but remember weight could fluctuate from time to time, but you also want to know your waist size. So remember I was talking about visceral fat earlier that fat around the midsection. So here are some signs of whether or not you have that visceral fat and, and if you're overweight. 
If your waist size is 35 inches or more for women or 40 inches or more for men, then you're considered overweight. So know your waist size. Maybe you already know your waist size, but be specific. Know specifically right now what is your waist size. Get your body mass index or your BMI checked. You want to know what is your body mass index. You know, when I went to the gym back in, I want to say back in April or so, I wanted to know my BMI. I wanted to know how much body fat was on my body. You know, I had a target goal of being down to 15% of body fat. That's another measurement you want to find out is your um, body fat. How much percentage of fat is on my body so you can have an idea of how much you should lose or should want to lose. So I wanted to get down to 15% body fat. And the day that I went into the gym and had them to measure my uh, body fat and do my other measurements, I learned that I was already at 15.3. So the guy was like, hey, do you know you're already at 15.3? No, I, I thought I was higher than that. But I was educated. I learned something. So I said, hey, you know, my next goal is going to be 10%. You know, I've been working hard in, in the gym and eating healthy. So I had certain targets. So, you know, my goal right now is to maintain between 10 to 11% body fat, I'm at about 11.6 right now. So now when I was obese and heavy, it was a lot more than that. Trust me. So get your uh, body measurements done, specifically your waist size, your BMI, your body fat, and so forth. So you can have a target and start working on a target. Here's something else. I want you to start eating healthy and exercising regularly. Folks, there's no there's no way around it. Yeah, you can go ahead and have surgery. You know, some people can't afford the surgery. So it lifestyle uh, choices is what got us in the situation that we were in when we were overweight and dealing with high blood pressure and all these other things. So it stands to reason that maybe we need to focus on our lifestyle and changing our lifestyle of eating and exercise. There's no way around it. You know, yeah, there's certain medications and all these different fads, and I don't recommend you do diet pills, and I, I personally don't think they work. Well, you know, I've never tried them, so I'm not even going to deal with that. So again, start with a healthy eating plan and exercising regularly. Listen, you don't have to follow a special diet or a specific diet trend in order to lose weight. And you don't have to have a special exercise program to lose belly fat. You know, it's finding what works for you and something that's doable, that's simple, that's easy to follow so you can start tracking your results. I recently did an episode on how not to make your weight loss journey so difficult about keeping it very simple. I definitely recommend you check that out. So I want you to have a plan and stick to it. I want you to start eating smarter. You know, when we make poor choices, we get bad results. I mean, so, I mean, just think about it. It's a reality. So here's something that I started doing when I 
started learning about sugar and eating and making better choices, I started on what's called, I started eliminating things in my diet. I started eliminating those things that I knew were my problem foods and drinks. So I recommend that you take, let's say, 10 to 14 days. Give yourself a challenge, a 10-day challenge or a 14-day challenge. If you want to do 30 days, go for it. The longer, the better. I would start by cutting breads, rice, pasta, and potatoes. I did it. It wasn't hard. I mean, it wasn't easy, but I knew those in my problem areas. So again, cut out breads, rice, pastas, and potatoes. Cut out fried foods. Go for grilled options or baked options instead. Get yourself an air fryer. You know, start cooking uh, things on the stovetop, like more veggies. Instead of vegetable oil, use uh, avocado oil or olive oil. Those are healthy fats. Um, those vegetable oils are no bueno. So stick, stay away from those. So the next thing I would do is cut out sugary drinks such as sodas, fruit juices, sport drinks, alcohol, definitely, and sweeteners that are added to coffee. Basically, things that we consume in the forms of liquid, even some of these fruit smoothies that we get from some of these popular places are really just like a sugar bomb, to be honest. And the fruit that they're putting in is not real fruit. They're using syrup, you know, that's loaded with a whole bunch of sugar. If you're going to do a smoothie, go to a place that actually uses real fruit, real vegetables, whole fruits, whole vegetables. Uh, and so forth. Another thing I recommend to jumpstart your healthy eating regimen is to start eating more leafy green vegetables with every meal, you know, at least definitely for lunch and dinner. I'm talking about broccoli, spinach, your collards, uh, asparagus, and others, things that you like, you know, pick something that you really like, but you need to increase your veggies, folks. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I would avoid uh, eating late at night and snacking late at night, you know, especially, you know, eating and then going right to bed. That's not good, folks. You know, that is uh, contributing to weight gain, constantly snacking, eating sugary foods like pieces of cake and Pop-Tarts. That was my thing. I used to eat Pop-Tarts and um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches before going to bed. Like, that's crazy, man. And no wonder why I blew up, you know, in my size. So another thing I recommend is that you drink lots of water. Now, I used to hate drinking water. I used to drink water uh, when I had to. You know, I'm just talking about just straight water, right? Uh, it wasn't like <laughs> I made water my first choice. No, I used to drink like sweet teas and lemonades and sweet tea mixed with lemonades and all kind of stuff, man. And I was just constantly overloading my body with sugar. So that's another thing I recommend that you get rid of in terms of drinks is those sweet teas and lemonades. It's not good for us, folks. Trust me. So as I wrap up today, I want to encourage you to not give up, not to cave in, not to quit. You can't lose weight, but you have to make some practical decisions. You have to do it the right way, the healthy way. There's no way around it. Well, I mean, some people find ways around it. They want shortcuts and 
you know, they say the quickest, uh, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So people want shortcuts. <laughs> I get it. But, you know, health problems don't happen overnight. So making lifestyle changes that's going to benefit you health-wise is going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take some consistency. But you can do it. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to stay focused. I don't want you to uh, lose heart because you haven't seen a dramatic uh, weight loss. Again, weight loss is achievable. It is important. I'm no longer on high blood pressure medication, cholesterol, high cholesterol medication. I don't need it. I'm not on insulin anymore. I'm not on diabetes medication anymore because I don't need it. It took a while to get there. I had to change my lifestyle, but that also started with me educating myself and learning more about type 2 diabetes and ways to lose weight. So it's one thing to be educated, but it's another thing to be knowledgeable and implement the knowledge that you receive. Because listen, it will do you no good to hire a personal trainer, have a gym subscription, buy all this workout equipment and gear and clothes, you name it. Sign up for this subscription to get these vitamins and that supplement and listen to this podcast. Sign up for a whole bunch of articles, but you don't implement anything that you learn. So implementation and execution are key. If there's anything that I can leave with you today is go ahead and start. Execute your weight loss journey. Stop putting it off. Stop battling with excuses and putting yourself in this box of, you know what, I'm going to do it, you know, uh, starting in August. Or I'm going to do it, you know, when I get back from vacation. Or I'm going to do it when this particular event happened. Let's be honest. If you don't put a plan in place now to execute it, it may be another six months before you get on track. I want you to not only jumpstart your journey towards weight loss and healthy living, I want you to maintain this as a lifestyle. So I don't want you to lose weight just to fit a certain outfit or to meet a certain threshold of weight to say, okay, I, you know, once I lose 10 pounds, then I'm good. You know, then I can go back to just eating what I want. No, I don't want you to keep eating what you want because eating what we want whenever we want it is what got us in the problem and in the situations that we're in. So I don't mean to be aggressive. I'm just your big brother. I'm your friend. I love you. And sometimes we need a straight talk person who's willing to, as they say, get in your grill and tell you that you need to go ahead and finally make the changes. If I have no other opportunity but this one to encourage you to get off the couch, stop watching TV and snacking during the week, get up, exercise. If you can't physically exercise, you can start eating better. You can start making better choices because nobody's forcing us to eat the sweets. Nobody's forcing us to eat fried foods. Nobody's forcing us. And then if you have kids on top of that, guess what? Our kids are watching the way that we eat. They're watching the things that we do and don't do. And so obesity among kids and teens is on the rise. So yeah, like 
me and my family, when, you know, when everybody was together and, and whatnot, Taco Tuesdays, that was our thing. Pizza Thursdays without clockwork. Eating lasagna on Wednesdays. We ate a lot of starch all the time. That, that was just it. And no wonder why I blew up in size. So, folks, give yourself a fighting chance. Give your kids a fighting chance. I'm not saying to just stop eating pizza, stop eating hamburgers, but don't make that a part of your regular routine. Don't make that a part of your regular lifestyle. I want you to be encouraged to choose better options. If you truly want to lose weight, you can do it. Listen, I didn't hire a nutritionist or a dietitian. I learned a lot of this just doing the research on my own and just making up my mind. Now, some people may need a dietitian and a nutritionist. In fact, I recommend that you do connect with one if you need guidance. But the bottom line is, my friend, my sister, my brother, make the change. Don't wait. Don't keep putting it off. When I was in a 3X, almost in a 4X size shirt a couple years ago, I had no idea that one day I would be wearing a medium shirt. Folks, I got rid of my 3XL clothes, my 2XL clothes, and it felt good. Now I wear a medium. And the other day I was, you know, looking for some shirts to buy. I was at the store and I was like, man, should I get this large? They only have large. And but I wanted a medium because I feel and look great. I'm not bragging, but I am encouraged by the fact that I stuck to it and I'm down to a medium now. Somebody looked at me the other day at work and it was like, hey, don't get any skinnier. You know, <laughs> I think they were trying to be funny. Uh, you're going to shrivel up. <laughs> no, I'm not going to shrivel up. I actually look great. You know I look great, and I want other people to look great and to feel great and to get down to a natural, healthy body weight. Now, that doesn't mean if you're, you know, plus size that you're not healthy. I mean, you know whether or not you're healthy, so I'm not going to keep rambling about that. But in any case, get down to a healthier body weight so you can look and feel great. Not for anybody else, not to impress a spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend, not to um, impress your friends, your coworkers, none of that. Do it for you. You be a walking and living example of change. You can do it no matter where you are right now in your life, no matter what's going on. I want you to understand the importance of losing weight and developing a healthy lifestyle. So as always, stay focused, keep moving, never go back, leap forward, and bounce back because you can. And most importantly, trust God. You got this. I believe in you. Be sure to visit the website at www.beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com for access to free resources and other information that will help you along your journey. 
If you would like to submit a question or a comment about the show or to learn more about the beating diabetes lifestyle, you can always email me at hello at beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner. It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.